0: with us. Um, The board meeting went a little longer than I, I kind of thought it would. I kind of thought I should have backed it up a little bit, but it was a good meeting. So we uh, we apologize for being late. I I told him, I said, if Kathy was here, she'd already be beating on the door saying six o'clock, six o'clock. So anyway, um, but we're here now. So thank you for being here tonight. Uh, If you would, let's stand together and let's open this service up tonight with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you, almighty God, for the love and the mercy and the grace, Lord God, that you've given us, Father. We thank you, Lord God, for your power, Lord God, and the love of Jesus Christ that we can feel within our hearts tonight, O God. And we praise you, Lord God, for your your care, Lord God. We thank you for the assurance we have, O God, that you're more than enough. And Lord, we praise you tonight for this celebration. We praise you for this opportunity to honor these seniors. And Lord God, we just thank you, Father God, for your love and your mercy and your grace, O God. We pray now, Lord God, that your Holy Spirit, Lord, would lead this service, Father, Lord, that even though, Lord God, we are honoring these these teenagers, God, we pray, God, that even in that, oh God, that they would feel and experience the power of God as he touches our hearts, our minds, and our souls. We thank you for it, God, in Jesus' name and for your glory. Amen. Before you're seated, why don't you sing this little chorus with me?
1: It says, oh, come, let us adore him. Oh come, let us adore Him. O oh, come, let us adore Him, Christ the Lord. O oh, come, let us adore Him. O oh, come, let us adore Him. Oh, come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord, for he alone is worthy. For he alone is worthy. For he Christ the Lord. Hallelujah. Would you worship him one more time before you're seated?
0: Hallelujah, Lord. We worship you, Father. Praise your name, Lord. Praise your name. Praise your name. Praise your name. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. I love you tonight, Father God. I praise you tonight, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for your presence, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for your presence. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. I wonder tonight, bef- as we're getting started, I wonder tonight. Does anybody, if you if you have a need, would you just lift your hand right there where you are? If you have a need in your life, you say, "I just, I, I, I've got something I need the Lord to help me with." Would you just lift your hand? Thank you for lifting those hands. Anybody else? You lift your hand. Say, "I've got a need. I need the Lord just to to answer." Uh, would you Would you look around? There's uh, one in the back. There's a couple right here. You, you lift your, lift up your hands if you. If you need a little bit of prayer tonight, Veronica in the back, would some of you leave your seat and go to where these are tonight? And let's just, let's just pray here for just a moment as we're beginning this service. Back in the back, Veronica back there over here. Tracy, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah, thank you, thank you. Let's just lift up the Lord here tonight for just a minute. Heavenly Father, hallelujah, God. Thank you, Lord God, that your Holy Spirit, Father, is in this house, O oh God, to meet needs, Father. Thank you, Lord God, for your direction and your love, O oh God. Hallelujah. Thank you for your promises, oh God. I pray now, God, in Jesus' name, Lord God, that you would minister to these needs, O oh God. I pray, Father God, that you would heal. I pray, God, that you would anoint. I pray, God, that your power, Lord God, would be real, O oh God. Father God, let your mercies flow in this house right now, God. Let your healing power flow. God, let your delivering power flow, Lord God. Let the glory of the Lord fill these lives and fill these hearts, O oh God, and give them assurance, O oh God, that your Holy Spirit is working in their behalf, Father. Oh God, I thank you, Father. I praise you. I glorify you tonight, O oh God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> glory to God. Thank you, Lord God, that our prayers are ascending up to your throne, O oh God. Thank you, O God, that you hear and you answer prayers, O God. Thank you, O God, that you dispatch ministering angels, O God, to work in our behalf. Thank you, O God, that you're not dead, but you are alive, God. Hallelujah. Thank you that you have eyes that see, O God. Thank you that you have ears that hear. Thank you that you have hands, O God, that move. Thank you, O God, that you're not a rock, O God, and you're not a tree, Lord God, or you're not some figment of my imagination, but you are God Almighty living in the heavens, O God, that hear and that answers prayer, God. Hallelujah, God, who makes himself real to his creation, God. And I thank you, Almighty God, tonight for hearing and meeting needs and touching lives and changing hearts, O oh God. Thank you, Father God, for your Holy Spirit moving in our behalf, Oh God. Hallelujah, we give you praise, Lord God. And we thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Can you say amen tonight? Try one more time. <laughs> Can you say amen?
1: <laughs>
0: amen. You may be seated. God bless you. Amen. You know, it's a given fact, and it's, it's, uh, it's a published thing. I mean, it's, uh, it's been studied by numerous agencies, and it's, it's a pretty much a known thing that there's, there's a, a single pastor taking care of a church by himself, him and his wife, can only disciple about 40 people. That's that's as many people as they can effectively disciple. Um, and 33% of all the churches in the Assemblies of God in North America run less than 50. So now you would probably know the reason why a lot of them do. It's, it's just a single pastor. He doesn't have any workers. He doesn't have any help. He doesn't have anybody to... to take care of a Sunday school class or to run a rangers program or to take care of the missionettes or to, to, to do anything. He's there by himself. He's working hard, him and his wife, everything that they've got, but 40 people is about the most they can ever effectively do. In order for a church to be effective, it's got to have people that work in a church, and no church can afford to pay everybody that they need to work. We couldn't afford to pay every Sunday school teacher. We couldn't afford to pay every, every worker. We couldn't afford to pay everybody that's needed. We couldn't afford to pay all these musicians on the platform, all these singers on the platform. Most churches can't afford to pay all those people. So there's a lot of labors of love that go on in any church. A lot of people doing a lot of hard work, and basically not getting paid for it other than the, the appreciation of the people that they, they minister to. And I can tell you as being one of those people, that's enough. That's enough. Because God gives grace and God gives peace. And God gives you the everything that you need in order to accomplish the work that he's given you. I said that tonight to tell you that we're honoring several teenagers tonight. And the reason why we have a youth group and the reason why our youth group is growing and effective is because we have two of the finest youth pastors in this in this entire area and that's kenneth and sarah menino would you give them a hand tonight just for a moment you're not coming up yet <laughs> kenneth and sarah came to this church not too long after kathy and i uh, started pastoring here so they've basically been with us the whole time and um i uh the, whenever Kenneth and Sarah first took the youth group the first time, um, I, I just was so excited and so thrilled that they, they because they worked so hard and so diligently. Uh, Kenneth got his license and, to preach and, be, and became a certified minister with the assemblies. And, and um, after a while, several years of that, they felt like it was time for them to step back, and so they, they did for a little while. And we had Mark and Heather Perks, who did a, who did a great job, but their season ran out. And when it ran out uh, i was standing at the back door one night and kenneth walked up to me and he said you know uh, have you given any thought to who you're going to put in that position i said i've just started praying about it i don't know i don't know he said well the lord's been dealing with me and sarah about maybe stepping back into that role and i didn't want to shout in front of him but i was pretty happy about that and i prayed about it some more and we agreed together in prayer and the lord the lord gave us both the confidence and assurance that that was the right step and so kenneth and sarah stepped back into that role and I am so thankful that that happened. Not too long after that, I um, was praying about kind of in the same season, was praying about somebody else to come alongside them so that they didn't carry all that burden. And the Lord laid Kim and Jason on my heart and was praying about that and went and talked to them. I, was, I didn't really know that I, I prayed about it for a while because I knew Kim had worked a lot with children, but I didn't know what she thought about working with teenagers, and I didn't know... I didn't know what Jason would feel like, and so I, I, I wanted to make sure I was I had a good plan before I went to him, and and I finally went to him, and and Jason told me something that I I said, well, okay, if that's the way you want to be about it. He said, let me pray about it. I said, what? I've already prayed for you. You don't, you don't need to pray about it. I got this. He said, well, I mean, I said that jokingly, of course, but I did say it, and and he said, well, let me and Kim pray about it, and and they took they took a while to pray about it, but I'm thankful they did because once they made the decision that that was what God's calling was on their life, they have dedicated themselves to this youth group. And I am very thankful that I think that with Kenneth and Sarah and Kim and Jason that I have, I have the, the, I feel like I have the finest youth leaders in the entire area. And I am so blessed and so thankful. And so what you're seeing tonight has, is, is not the result of me doing anything. It's the result of these couples as they have labored and they have worked and they have gone to youth camp, and they have taken them to, to different events, and they have put in the work in order to make this youth group effective and to make it moving, to make it moving forward, and uh, I'm just so appreciative and so thankful for all the hard work that they do, and a hand clap is not near enough, but I just want to say thank you, that I love you, and that we could not be here tonight if it wasn't for you. We, we wouldn't be here tonight, but we are here tonight. And it is because of you. So with that, I'm going to turn this over to them and let them take the rest of it. Would you give them a hand as they come tonight?
2: So the deal was, I speak, Sarah reads a poem, Kim does cartwheels. <laughs> so well, we'll tell you whenever that moment comes, everybody bring your phones out. <laughs> but no, we do want to thank you. Uh, we want to welcome you all here for this, to honoring our seniors, um, our graduates, Chucks, not that seniors, different seniors. But uh, we are honored for these that we're about to send out, amen? They're about to go out into the world and be effective. And that's what we've been training them up for, is what we've been praying over them. That's what you parents have been praying over. You're about to see it come to pass, amen? So uh, I'm gonna hand it over to my wife, and she's gonna tell me what to do.
3: Um, I did just wanna say, I thought it was interesting that Brother Scott started off saying what he said because I was praying about what to, to share, and I, I kinda along the same lines God had put on my heart. I wanted to just um, give honor uh, to Kim and Jason um and the church body as a whole because we could not have done what we did even just today without the parents help uh monica was back there with me today as i was realizing that i was having issues with the slideshow and she was like what can i do sarah How, how can i help you and i was just like it's okay we're gonna figure it out and it just but i as the day went on even brother scott ended up helping me and kenneth at the back after everybody left and he i was trying to be calm And he was like, we're going to call the tech guy, and we're going to figure this out. And I was like, we have to have this light show. It has to work. And he was like, it's going to work, Sarah. And I was like, okay. And he called his tech guy. And sure enough, the tech guy just helped us the light bulb go off. And it worked, and everything was fine. And Kim went to go get more decorations. It was just like everything, and I could just see the body of Christ. And so it's awesome that Brother Scott started off with that because I did want to share that if it wasn't for the village um, we all need support and Sarah Haynes made a post the other day that said even even adults need the village and I loved when I read that because you know we joke and say you know it takes a village to raise our kids but it it takes us all and so we we all are the body and we're all here for a purpose and a plan and To move our kids along and I'm very thankful to my husband Um, he's my other half and um, Kim and Jason them stepping in and helping us when we came stepping back into being the youth pastors has been phenomenal it has been a godsend every time where when I have felt like Kim's been there every time and of course Kenneth always is he's my other half but I have seen Where there's been times, and we've been able to share the load, share the burden, take turns teaching, uh, finish each other's stories, finish each other's sentences, finish each other's what the Holy Spirit has for the kids. Maybe for a Wednesday, for a Sunday, for a Sunday morning. It's just, it's been phenomenal. And so I just want to reiterate what Brother Scott, and what the Holy Spirit wants everyone to hear tonight, is that it takes us all. It took Brother Scott helping me out today, because I would I wanted this slideshow to run tonight y'all like it's a it's a big deal to you guys just as much as it is to us I mean how do you take 30 pictures and, and explain their life in a quick five-minute synopsis but you do the best you can but it, it means a lot to look at the pictures it does and it's a quick story of their life and what God is doing and so I just love how God works and he sees what's important to us. And your kids are important to us. Your youth are important to us. We love each and every one of them like they're our own. And um, so we're here tonight for you guys, for you um, youth. We love y'all and we're here to support y'all. We're your family and we just wanna tell y'all we love y'all and we couldn't do it without the body. So just remember that as you're growing up you need you need your village around you to get you through. Do we want it? Oh, you're right. You're right. We're gonna we're gonna go ahead and call them up. Okay. All right. So uh, it's no particular order. We're gonna go ahead and call y'all up, and then we're gonna read their accomplishments, and their names are on their card. So who do you got? So uh, our first one is Weston Foxworth. Go ahead and come up, Weston. And you can just yeah yeah, I think just stand down here. And then we can take turns accomplishments.
4: Yeah,
3: okay, so uh, Weston has been involved uh, in many extracurricular um, activities throughout his high school career. Um, in, ath- in let's see oh in athletics he played um, basketball, baseball and track and field. He also competed in UIL academics, where he advanced to regionals um, his junior and senior year. He is also involved in FFA and served as chapter, um, chapter vice president this school year. Lastly, Weston was a senior class officer um, and was a member of, the school, of a school made Bible study. And then his future plans, um, he is going to attend um, Stephen F. Austin University in the fall. And he is majoring in forestry with a concentration in wildlife management. Y'all give him a round of applause.
2: You got anything you want to say to your parents? Mom and dad, just thank you for putting up with me for about you know seventeen and change years, and. uh, just thank you to our youth pastors and just the whole church body for just teaching me and raising me as a, as a family. Just thank you. <laughs> you, karate, <laughs> uh, say, you Weston was also in Taekwondo if you want to test out his moves in the back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. I'll, I'll take dibs on Weston. <laughs> All right, Colton Friedu. come on Colton. (laughs) You gotta stay up here and let everybody get a picture. Colton Friedu, four-time regional qualifier in cross country, four years of varsity track, four years of varsity basketball, 2023 district champ, 2023 area champ, 2023 regional track qualifier, top three leading three-point score in the area, four-year varsity cross-country, four-by-four relay championship winner. I mean, this is yeah, He likes to run, if you didn't notice. <laughs> 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 it's probably from his mama chasing him with a belt. <laughs> You're always in training. <laughs> Colton plans on spending uh, at least 10 years in the U.S. Army and may even try to retire. He's enlisted in the U.S. Army as an airborne infantryman and working on a Ranger contract. Um, he'll be receiving a $40,000 uh, bonus after the military, and he plans on getting a degree in the medical field. Awesome. <laughs>
3: you going to speak?
4: You sure?
2: Thank you.
3: Okay. Next up is Brooklyn Hannah.
4: Brooklyn was a one-year junior high cheer, three years varsity cheer, one year FFA, and she plans to attend LIT after high school and transfer to UT Tyler to earn uh, her social work degree. Awesome. That's awesome. loves you mama that's what she really wants to say right Mm -hmm. and and she where's Kim at what do you call Kim Mm -hmm. Nana she loves you too Kim that's what she said Mm -hmm.
3: (laughs) (laughs) okay next up is Heath Pantoja all right what's up buddy He started playing baseball at four years old. At 10, he started travel ball, and he's played um, in a lot of different places across Texas. He's also traveled to New York, Missouri, Colorado, Louisiana, Alabama, Georgia, Arizona, Oklahoma, and soon to be Kansas. He played pitcher and catcher on varsity all four years in high school. His achievements are All District Newcomer of the Year and Defensive Player of the Year. Heath um, is going to attend Southwestern College later this year on a baseball scholarship in Winfield, Kansas. He plans to study construction business management.
2: Thank you for my family and a love of caring church. Amen.
3: Next up is Hunter
2: Moy. It's like the price is right. <laughs> You're supposed to run down flinging your hands in the air. <laughs> Hunter Moy played sports, he was in ag. He is planning on becoming a lineman after he graduates. Hunter loves to hunt, fish, and have a good time with his family and friends. Hunter Moy. <laughs> uh, my mom actually wrote some things down for me to say. She <laughs> She wants me to tell y'all that I love her a lot and that I'm very grateful for everything she does, I think. And that's about it.
3: All uh, right, last is Dusty Clonard. Let's go, Dusty.
5: <laughs>
3: we love you, Dusty. <laughs> All right, um, so Dusty has, um, she hers is really organized. Thank you, Dusty. Uh, clubs and organizations that she was involved in was FFA and then livestock ex- exhibition and then community service in all aspects. And then her academic ac- accomplishments. Um, this is just her senior year alone. She said she couldn't remember all the others. So um, this year she received five scholarships, yay. And she received all A's and B's and then a service award. And her FFA accomplishments, this is all four years. Um, she made sale at the Tyler County Fair numerous times. She made sale at the YMBL show. Um, she received her Lone Star chapter degree, the highest degree you can receive. She was um, a uh, mcgee Bend district reporter for 2021 20, and 22 and then was Warren FFA's student advisor for 22 and 23. She received the Outstanding Officer Award. Um, She qualified for state four different times and also received countless awards on her leadership and dedication within the FFA. Um, After high school, she's gonna be attending SFA beginning in the fall, and she's going to major in early education.
4: I'd just like to say thank you to my family and all of you guys because without any of y'all I wouldn't be where I am. And also to my savior, because you know, I couldn't make it this far without him in life. Amen. Thank you.
3: Y'all aren't they so beautiful? <laughs> they really are. Um John Royce has done the um the slideshow for quite a few years now, and um I got to do it this year. He's been really, really busy. Thank you so much, John, for all of your help. Um, This year, as I was putting the pictures together, first I told him, you know, just send me 10, and then I'm like, just send me more, and I kept texting the parents, just send me more, you know, just send me, and it's like, I kept looking at their pictures, and just like how gorgeous these kids are. They're just so gorgeous. We love your kids so much, and we're so proud for you guys, and um, we celebrate with each and every one of you um, on your kids' accomplishments and on who they are becoming in Christ, and thank y'all. Thank y'all for bringing them to church. Thank you for pouring into them. Thank you for allowing us to pour into them. Look at them. Y'all give them a round of applause.
4: Okay. Um, I just want to say a few words to the seniors. Um, you know, uh, Ruth told uh, Naomi that, what, you know, where you go, I will go, and your people will be my people. Well, obviously, we're not going to go where y'all are going to go, but your people are our people. And I want y'all to look, look, up, look, and, th- look and see who I was here for y'all tonight. And this is your family. This is your, your, your birth family. This is also your church family, and this is your people. And so, um, you know, when you go, we're not going to go jump out of airplanes like Cole. Um, we're not going to go to UT. We're not going to go to Kansas or SFA, but we'll be here and this is your home, okay? Just always remember this is your home and these are your people, and it doesn't matter if you have struggles, your highs, your lows. From now on, it doesn't matter if you're a thousand miles away or a hundred years from now. Um, We're your people, and we're here for you, and we love you, and we're going to pray with you, and we're going to cry with you and want to celebrate you. So um, just because you're graduating high school doesn't mean you get to leave us. So... um, yeah, we want to share your life with you and share, share all, of the, all of your life, all the good and the bad and the, everything. So just remember, we're your people, and we love y'all, you all always.
2: Right. Okay, we'll y'all can sit down now if y'all like, or y'all can keep standing there. It's your call. <coughs> I was going to say this real quick. I guess i have left here by myself. <laughs> it's fine. It's fun. Uh, the Lord laid a few things on my heart just to share with the graduates, you know, before y'all dig out in the life. And the first one was, is, uh, know who you are, know who you are. And we're not talking about your personality and you, I'm talking about know who you are in Christ. John fifteen five it says this, as I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. As y'all go in y'all's life, stay, stay with him. Stay plugged into the vine, okay? Because without that, you're not going to do much. The next one was know what you are, and I'm not talking about male or female. <laughs> know what you are. The male and female you should have, if you stay plugged into the vine, the male and female part works out, okay? But we're just talking about you are the apple of God's eye. You are blessed, and you are chosen. You are chosen for this moment in time to do exactly what you are going out to do. So never doubt that. You know, I've seen, and kind of apart from this, I've seen a lot of people graduate here and go out off of these colleges, and, and they come back messed up. They do. The world, the colleges, and I'm not talking bad about colleges, what I'm saying is, is they twist things, and they dilute things and make things cloudy and you come back and you start second-guessing your faith. I'm here to tell you, know where know who you are. Right. Know where your strength is. Know what you have to be plugged into in order to make it. Right. And if you stay plugged into Christ, you'll make it and you'll make it well. Right. You'll be a beacon in a lost and dying world. And the last thing is this. Know the promises and words that are spoken over you at this church. Hunter Moy. Remember them promises that are spoken to you. They're coming to pass. They will come to pass. Study the course and keep running the race. No matter where you're at in this world, if you're jumping out of an airplane, if you're at SFA, you're in Kansas, God's with you. The Holy Spirit's with you and he's guiding you. And no matter what, just like Kim said, we're here praying for you. We love you. Um, You might not be our biological kids, but you're our spiritual kids, and that's what we're here for, amen? At this time, Sarah's going to display seven hours of hard work.
5: Give me hope when I am in doubt, and fears are clouding up my faith. Would you come and move the mountains, cause I'm too weak to climb, promise that you're with me. Could you come and be the healer that I know I've seen before you've probably-
6: time and where does it go how can i stop my life from passing me by i don't know i've been thinking about family now it's going so fast Will i wake up one morning just wishing that i Judas.
2: It's exciting to watch the kids grow up, see them here at the church, go up through Rangers. I had Weston in my Ranger group, then I got to move up to youth with him, so it's good to see the kids grow up, and uh, I pray that y'all will never, ever forget what you learned here at this church through the rest of your life. Uh, stay plugged in. So I'm going to go ahead and break the news to all the seniors right now. Me, Kim, and Sarah all pitched in, so inside your bag is a Bible. Make sure you read it, and 100 grand. We all pitched in. So you just got lied to for the first time in your adult life. (laughs) But that Bible would not lie to you. Amen. There is a hundred grand in your bag, by the way. Candy bar. (laughs) (laughs) So Brother Scott?
0: I just want to say something really brief, and I will be really brief, because um, I've been working with youth since I was 17 years old. That was the first time I was elected CA president at our church, was 17, and I've had something to do with youth ever since then, and, and I think my heart always has been and will be with teenagers, and I, I just want to tell you something real quick, and then we're going to dismiss. I'm not going to be long here. But I want to tell you as teenagers that now that you're graduating and going to college or going to lineman school or going to the army or whatever it is that you're doing, there's going to come a day in your life, there's going to come a moment of truth when you realize that it's bigger than you, when you realize that some situation is bigger than you, when you realize that some, thing, some expectation that someone has of you or that has been asked of you is bigger than you. When, when you come to the realization that life is not what you thought it was going to be, when, when you get to the point that you find out that people stab you in the back, that people don't care about your feelings, when you get to the point that you realize that, that the world is a cruel place and getting crueler every day, when you come to that realization, and you realize that no matter how hard you work, no matter how much you try to meet expectations, no matter, no matter how much you try to do, you're going to come to a moment in your life when you realize it's not enough. I can't accomplish what I want to accomplish. I can't be what I want to be. I can't please the people I want to please. When it comes to that moment in time, if you don't know Christ, if you don't know Christ, the number one, and and I'm not telling you something you don't already know, the number one killer amongst teenagers is suicide. The number one killer amongst young adults from depression From all the things that that happens, that expectations that life puts on you, the expectations you put on yourself, and you may think you don't know what you're talking about, but I didn't live to be this old by being stupid. Everyone from my age didn't wear bicycle helmets. If you did stupid stuff, you died. So the only way I got to be this old is because I stayed away from stupid stuff. So I'm just telling you tonight that when you get to that point, when you realize that that girl that you thought you'd spend the rest of your life with is running around on you with somebody else, when you realize that that guy that you thought was was your knight in shining armor, you find out that there's lots of chinks in that armor. When you discover that the career that you thought you were going to be promoted into, that you're bypassed and somebody else gets the job, when you think that that degree that you've got is going is to get you launched into your career and you find out that nobody wants to hire you. When you get to that point, if you don't have something inside of you that's bigger than you, then you're going to go into a position of suicide, a position of depression, a position of giving up on your dreams. You're gonna, you will go through that moment in your life. Am, am, I, am I telling the truth, adults, those of you that have lived for a while, am, is what I'm saying right, or is this just me? Okay, so I, I got some, I've got some agreement out there from the other senior group. <laughs> when you get to that place, whether you, whether you tried to depend upon Christ or whether you rejected him, whatever your position is, when you get to that place, I pray right now, and I will close tonight in prayer that says this, God, help them to remember, as Kenneth already said, to remember where you came from. You came from a church that loved you. You came from a church that cared about you. You came from a church that tried to present Christ to you. You came from a church that tried to present you to the third person of the Godhead, and that's the Holy Spirit, who will never leave you, who will never forsake you, who is with you all the days of your life. Remember that. God is always there. You can't run far enough to get away from him. He said, if you make your bed in heaven, I'm there. If you make your bed in hell, I'm there. The darkness doesn't hide you. God knows exactly where you are. And when you get to that point, and you have served the Lord, and you know who God is, then cry out to him, and he'll bring you through. If you don't, if you've wandered away from the Lord, if you're, if you're not where you know that you should be or that you wanted to be, and you get to that point, he will hear your cry. He will hear your cry. There's a book in your Bible, in closing, that's about a man who was so extremely wealthy that he could do anything he wanted to do. He was, the, he was the Jeff Bezos of his generation, except he was king. So his word was law. He owned he, owned, he had 666 talents, which is $6,000 per talent. So you figure out how much gold that was brought into his kingdom every single year. He had 1,000 women that was at his beck and command anytime time he desired them. He had wine, he had women, he had song, he had dancers, he had horses. The the stalls of Solomon were able to house 40, the Bible says 40,000 horses. He had everything that a man could possibly want. And if he didn't have it, he had the money to go buy it. The only thing he didn't have was air conditioning. But if he'd have had that, he'd have had everything. This man, the man that spent his life chasing after happiness, having all the money he needed to do anything he wanted, and plus being king of an entire nation to where he could build or do whatever he wanted, at the end of his life, he said this. He said, vanity, vanity, all is vanity. And that word vanity means this. Vanity means something that appears to have substance but does not. So I want you to breathe in right now. Take a real deep breath. And now breathe it out. Did you see anything? Oh, good. (laughs) That's that's a great answer. (laughs) You didn't see anything. Did it fill your lungs? It did. So it appears to have substance, right? But when you breathed it out, what did you notice? It's nothing there. That's what vanity means. It's just like your breath. For a moment in time, it fills your lungs and it appears to have substance. For a moment in time, it it fills your desires and it appears to have substance. For a moment in time, it puts money in your bank account and it appears to have substance. For a moment in time, it makes you happy and it appears to have substance. For a moment in time, it looks like everything is going my way. It's all coming up roses. I'm going to prove everybody wrong. I'm going to be what they said I couldn't be. I'm going to do it all right. And for a moment in time, it appears to have substance. But when the moment's over, and it comes time to exhale, you get like just like Solomon, where he says, "Vanity, vanity, all is vanity." And like I said this morning, when you get my age, all you have to look forward to is Medicare. That's it. You retire. Now what do you do? You you depend on Medicare and your Social Security to try to give you some kind of direction in life. And it's all vanity. It's just like breathing air. The substance is gone. And Solomon, I mean, Solomon summed up his entire expose of life and money and wealth and wine and women and song. He summed it up by this. He said, Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Hear me tonight. Fear God, keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment. And every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. Fear God. Keep his commandments. That is the whole substance of life. The world around me is getting darker and darker every day. But the world I live in is getting brighter and brighter. (laughs) Because I'm looking for a city. I'm I'm listening for a trumpet. It's going to sound. And I'm going to be changed in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye. This corruptible is going to put on incorruption. This mortal is going to put on immortality. And I'm going to leave this world waving bye-bye. That is what is next in line for me. I hope it's next in line for you. Fear God. Keep his commandments. Amen. Amen. Stand with me tonight if you would. Did you have anything else? Stuff in the back. Stuff in the back. So thank you, parents, for the... Uh, you know, it's, it's so funny. Kathy said, when you get them standing, stop talking. <laughs> but it's so funny to me that I'm, you know, I remember whenever my kids, I dropped, whenever we dropped Kenan off at college, you know, we dropped Aaron off, and we all bawled and squalled and just couldn't hardly believe we were losing our baby girl, and she was gone, and, and boy, we cried for, we cried halfway back to, back to Silsby, all the way from Dallas. We were halfway back before we ever dried it up. We dropped off Ken and said, well, adios, amigo, have a good time, and went out somewhere to eat and came home. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of funny. Uh, I know, parents, this seems like, oh, my, my, baby, my baby's leaving, but I'll tell you, it's a, it's a lot of fun to watch the things that you have taught them, the things that you have instilled in them, the things that you have done. It's fun to watch them take those things on and uh, watch them excel. So, Heavenly Father, thank you, Almighty God. Hallelujah. Thank you for the opportunity, Lord God, to, to send these teenagers off. Lord God, I know they're not leaving right now, Father, but we're sending them off tonight, God, with a, with a prayer, Lord God, and with a promise and with a, with, a, with a book, Lord God, that can answer all of their life's questions, God. We thank you, Almighty God, that we're sending them off tonight, God, with a heritage, hallelujah. We're sending them off tonight, God, with hope and with a promise, Lord God. We're not sending them off empty, Lord God, but we're sending them off with possibilities, Lord God. For with you, all things are possible, Father. And Lord God, we pray, Father God, that you would keep your hand upon them, that you would cover them, Lord God, that you would cause them to understand, Lord God, that no promise, no no future, Lord God, nothing they try to do in life will come to them. They have to work for it to achieve it, oh God. They have to work for it to achieve it, whether it's life, whether it's a job, whether it's a position, or whether or not it's a promise that you have given them, it must be worked for to receive. And Lord God, you said in your word, know ye the way and walk there in it. And now we pray, Almighty God, that you would protect our kids, oh God. We pray that you'd build a hedge about them, Lord God. And when the enemy comes in like a flood, Lord, may the Holy Spirit be there, oh God, to quench all the fiery darts of the devil. May you keep them and anoint them, Lord God, and Cause them to prosper in what they put their hand to, God. But more importantly, Lord God, may they excel in what you have given them to do, Father. And Lord God, should in the upcoming years, Lord God, their desires and their directions, Lord God, may they find those to be empty. Lord God, may they lean upon you, O God, and hear your call, O God. And Father, I pray tonight, O God, that you would place them, Lord God, in a church, put them in a ministry. Lord God, let your anointing, Father God, give them purpose in life that's greater than any purpose of man. And I give you praise for it tonight in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Ghost we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. We have food in the back. Please uh, take your time and, and enjoy these teenagers. If you want to drop a little gift on their table, that would be good too. God bless you. Thank you for being with us.